Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Power 5 Sports Podcast with Alex Maxwell. I'm Jake Gorowitz, and today is a very special day here in the studio. Today marks our 50th episode ever. We're approaching one year since we first got Power 5 started, and this has been quite the journey for us, Alex. We are so excited that this is our 50th episode, and we cannot thank you, all of the listeners, enough for sticking by our side through this whole journey, and we're just so happy to be here. Yeah, just to piggyback off of what Jake just said, thank you uh, all for your continuous support, every single one of you who have ever listened, hitting us up on social media, following us on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. Thank you for your continuous support. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thank you once again. And wow, how about being on iTunes? That's such a big deal for us, and we hope you guys feel the same way. This makes our podcast much more accessible. Like you said, Alex, SoundCloud, iTunes, we're looking forward to expanding to more platforms in the future. Well, Jake, let's get started here. For today's episode, we have our fantasy football preview on the clock, and to help us celebrate our 50th episode, and to get cracking on our fantasy football info, we have Nolan Trepic in the studio. What's up, boys? How we doing? What up, Nolan? Good to have you back, bud. Happy to be here. Happy yeah. to talk some football. Getting close here. Yeah. Getting close. Well, let's dive right into things. Starting off with some quarterbacks. Let's give. Let's start off with some loves, some hates, personal opinions, sleepers. Jake, let's start us off. Well, for the quarterback position, I can't start with anybody else but Matthew Stafford. I'm always Ooh. loving on Matthew Stafford. Franchise tag. The hometown kid for the Detroit Lions. I always love Matthew Stafford. I'm always looking for him on my draft board. Other names that I love to look out for, Philip Rivers, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. I'm looking for big seasons out of all of these guys. I love the offensive schemes that they're in. Lots of weapons surrounding Stafford. You have Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, Maybe they get the running game with Kerryon Johnson going. Phillip Rivers, you have Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Mike Williams. Lots of targets to mm-hmm. spread the ball around. Cam Newton, you already know. Jared Goff, powerhouse in Give LA. Give me a guy that you don't like. A couple guys that I don't like. I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan mm. this year. You know, we, we were just talking before we got on air. He's bringing a big distraction to the locker room there in yeah. Dallas. He's bringing politics into the whole situation with Jerry Jones. And I don't think that will fare well for him and the Cowboys. Alex Smith is another name that I'm not big on this year. I don't really like the move to Washington. I don't see anything special coming out of it. Yeah, Nolan, give us your thoughts. Yeah, I agree with you, Jake. I I, uh, I, I don't see Alex Smith having too good of a year either. Uh, I think you see what happens with Kirk Cousins. Like he's a, I think he's a pretty elite talent in Kirk Cousins, and uh, he just they just don't have the weapons there um, to facilitate a good quarterback. I don't think. Um, I got, I got some, I got some, he, speaking of Kirk Cousins, he is one of my loves this year. Um, big fan of him. If you look at the Minnesota Vikings production at quarterback last year, uh, with Case Keenum at the helm, Case Keenum was a, almost a, what, a top 10 quarterback last year in the second half. He was exceptional with what? I mean, not much, not a ton. Uh, what does that say about the offense? I mean, he's, he's not a top tier quarterback by any stretch of your imagination, and uh, he put up top-level numbers. So I think you get a, a elite, borderline elite-level quarterback in Kirk Cousins there, 
and uh, he's surrounded with options. Dalvin Cook's coming back. Stephon Diggs had a great breakout year last year. Just signed that big contract. Yep, he's going to be hungry for some yards. He's going to be a, he's a consistent deep threat, lots of speed on the outside. Adam Thielen, who I don't think drops the ball ever, um, who who is just going to be I I'll get into him later, but he's one of my favorites this year as well. Um, and their offensive line stack. They're they're I think I think Mike Zimmer's got a great offensive scheme for Kirk Cousins. He's going to thrive and. I uh, I agree with you on Philip Rivers as well, Jake. I think Sandy. I think sorry, Los Angeles is. Uh, I think they're poised for a big year this year. I could see them. Yeah. They're going to win the AFC West. I think. I could see that. Um, they're loaded on the O line as well. Philip Rivers is finally going to get protected, and uh, Keenan Allen's back and healthy. So I'd look out for them this year, big time. Yeah. Well, giving you some of my quarterbacks, I love Drew Brees. You just look at the offensive production that they produce every year, and now they add Melvin Gordon. Um, I'm sorry, Alvin Kamara and uh, Mark Ingram, and Michael Thomas, who I'll get into later. But that's just a really solid offensive powerhouse that you have in the Big Easy. Yeah, you know, you know how Sean Payton loves to throw the deep ball. Yeah. Drew, Drew Brees is going to get like 300 yards a game. He's, he's mighty comfortable out there yeah. in that offense. He's, he's for made sure. his home. But what effect does Mark Ingram's suspension have on the offense? That's, That's one less weapon to worry about if that you're is, an opposing yeah, defense. Yeah, he does have like a four-game suspension. That is... That's an L for the for Drew Brees, but as you saw last year, Alvin Kamara really stepped up. Yeah. PPR, if you have him in your league, in a PPR league, he is golden. Uh, so Drew Brees is my love. I really like Patrick Mahomes to step up this year, as he's gonna start. He's gonna be the starter, and he's gonna emerge into you know the guy in up there in Kansas City. I think Andy Reid is really good at molding quarterbacks, so. I think Patrick Mahomes, and he's got Tyreek Hill to work with. Travis Kelsey, well, not know, bad. What's been said about him, too, he's got coaches saying that he has the most powerful arm they've seen in yeah. football ever. You they've saw never it. seen him. Like, he's Brett Favre-like in, with it, with the power of the arm that he put, puts he's, behind the football. He's a gunslinger. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... That's that's a perfect way to describe him. And uh, that that's so crucial for an NFL quarterback. And, and he's, he's mobile, young. and he's mm-hmm. young, and he's athletic. He's a great athlete. I, I think this guy's going to... I think I agree I think with he's going to be... No, he's just, a big time player. If he can get out of the pocket and create space and extend plays for yeah. that offense, that, that's something that Alex Smith couldn't gorgeous. really do. That's no. 100%. And you, you put that in an offense with Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Okay, Tyreek Hill oh my is gosh. an absolute speedster. Yeah. Like, he'll get you down he'll the field. He'll be fun to watch this year. Though, Him yeah. and Holmes, yeah. Well, real quick, uh, just a few guys that I'm not feeling. Dak Prescott, we kind of already got into that. Tyrod Taylor, though. I have nothing against Tyrod Taylor. I just think that Cleveland is just going to drag him down, as they've done with oodles of other quarterbacks. I'm not feeling Cleveland fitting the right system. Well, I mean, for who him. knows how long he's going to play, too? Yeah. I mean, when, he's when got is Baker, Baker going to get right. He's got Baker down. I don't, I don't down like his this. I don't like this situation for Tyrod Taylor. He's a very good quarterback, but it's just not going to work out. One bad game, and it's right. Baker Mayfield City. Easy. All right. If Tyrod Taylor is out here making Baker Mayfield go and get him an RV to sleep. In in training camp, like what does that say about him? It's it's not good. like that's not a like a team first mentality. He's out here taking no. naps. Yeah, no. All right, switching gears to the running back position, Jake. Let's start off again with you. A couple personal picks. I love Saquon Barkley. Mm. Everybody raves about him, and I'm just gonna Reach. piggyback off of that. Saquon is a talent like we've never seen before. He's a manimal. <laughs> Straight up manimal. They look at his thighs. Yeah, his, he's got his legs. Mad. 
He's got some balloons. His calves are <laughs> crazy. It's just rave about his body. I mean, did you He's see him? He's a perfect physical specimen, though. He is. Have you seen that man hitting a golf ball? That oh picture of him where the shorts can't hold his legs. They look like they're going like, to rip, rip right off. Yeah. What, what, Jake? What about the offensive line in New York, though? Is that at all concerned to you? It is, but I think that the versatility of Saquon and you know I've never been a huge Eli Manning guy in the past couple of years. He's really been, you know, not non-existent. Go- well. Yeah, he's been an interception machine, really going in the wrong direction. But he's still a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. He's, you can't ignore that. And when you put him with Eli Manning, Odell, Odell, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, I think that there's got to be enough possibilities and options in that offense that you can escape the O-line yeah, problems. Yeah, they, are, they aren't going to be able to load the box, that's for sure. They, no, yeah, you can't. Well, Saquon had a but, bad O-line at Penn State, so this is really, really nothing yeah. nothing new for him. And he still tore up the big Well, team. He did, he's, yeah. You can't, you don't know what you're going to get out of Saquon if your other defenses. He's unpredictable. Right. He and could he go just out, sheds people. Like, <laughs> you can't people don't tackle touch him. him. Yeah, he's so, he's so, he's so fast, good. and he once he gets space, he's gone. Yeah. You don't know if he's going to take the ball out of the backfield, go out for a screen, right. little Great curl, curl and hook. Yeah, totally. I mean, it could be – there's who, endless possibilities for who Saquon. Else, who else are you looking at this year, Jake? Well, we've talked about Alvin Kamara. I think he's going to step up and emerge as the guy during those first four yeah. games, the People Mark Ingram. Forget about he Mark is Ingram, going huh? to run away, no pun intended, yeah. with the spot – He's going to take that number one role if he hasn't already, and Kamara's going to soar from there. And you can't go wrong with Gurley. Todd Gurley, he had a hell of a bounce-back season last year. L.A. is poised for big-time plays this year. Yeah, they, they, they're they a Super Bowl team to look at for sure. Well, you got any sleepers you want to dive into? Sleepers? Jarek McKinnon. I expect big numbers out of him in the 49ers offense. I like what... He and Jimmy Garoppolo have cooking up. Mm. I'll talk about Marquise Goodwin and the deep threat that he is in a little bit. Additionally, I like Derrick Henry in Tennessee's offense. Oh, yeah. No no more DeMarco Murray. I realize that they added Deion Lewis, but I don't think that will have much of an impact. Derrick Henry is a monster. And a bit of a sleeper, not so much. Melvin Gordon... He's not the first guy that comes up when you talk about running backs, so that's why I decided to throw him in my sleeper conversation. He'll go late first rounds, in my opinion. Do you see him being a top five back by the end of the year? I could see it easy. Yeah. There's there's a lot of good running backs, but I feel like Melvin Gordon will cement his spot in the top tier by the end of this season. I like that pick a lot. Who do you hate? Hate? You know, there's... There's not a ton of bold running back hate picks for me. I don't like Alex Collins going into mm, this season. Yeah, he had. I actually picked him up last year in free agency. I I actually traded for Alex Collins late in uh, last season. He was he was a serviceable for serviceable back, but beyond that, not much. Jay Ajayi is another name that I'm not. Yeah, expecting really much out of downhill, downhill fast. I uh, I have this kind of personal strategy. I just like sometimes will pick backfields, and I just I don't care how good the player is. I don't want anything to do with it. Seattle, 
is one of those backfields for me where I'm just like, throw whoever you want back there, but I'm not taking them because Pete Carroll uses his running backs like socks, you know. He'll wear one. He doesn't have a, no one has a favorite pair of socks, right? And Pete Carroll doesn't have a favorite running back, that's for sure. He'll use whoever <laughs> in the backfield. Analogy. No one really steps up. Yeah, Alex Collins might be the goal line back. He might be a little more used a in the red zone. Kinda. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't love how they run things, and I don't think that offense is totally built for a running back as much right. anymore these and days. Another couple guys that I'm not too high on, Chris Thompson, he's he's coming back from injury. I also had him on my team. I really caught the injury bug last year, but uh, oh, that's, that's, that's besides the point. Chris Thompson, he's come out and said that he himself is scared about making cuts and going through his progressions in Washington's offense because he's still shaky about his injury, and I don't like that. Don't that's like not that a good thing. you got to have confidence. All right, you guys want to hear my personal picks? Let's do it. All right, so uh, I think this year you got to have a top three, top – you could maybe include Zeke in there, but a workhorse running back that's going to get, you know, 20 to 30 touches a game, that's going to just ground and pound, that's the keystone, cornerstone element of their offense – you need one of those guys to go win a championship this year, and that's where you play fantasy football to do. You go want to win a championship. So I think you need a David Johnson, a Le'Veon Bell, a Todd Gurley. You could maybe throw Zeke in there. You need one of those guys to build your team around um, because that's how you differentiate. There's only three of them or four of them in the league, and there's, what, 10 to 12 teams in every league. So if you have one of those guys, you're setting yourself up for success right away. Um if you don't have that top four draft pick, go trade for one. Go trade your first and second round, maybe your first and third rounder, and move up in the first round or something, because you know that's important to a team. Um, if you don't want to trade up, another guy I love, Melvin Gordon. Jake touched on him a little bit. That San Diego offensive line is mean. They've been young for a little bit. They're experienced mm-hmm. now. They were pretty good last year. They're going to be great this year. Um, they got Keenan Allen back for a full season, and um, it's Melvin's backfield. Uh, you know, there's no one else back there. He is a great pass catcher in PPR leagues. Definitely look for him. And uh, I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns this year and put up a lot of fantasy numbers. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. But I, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, Melvin, yeah. you can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's a stud. So I think he showed that last year, too. Yeah. He's yeah. only going to get better. He's still so young. He's, he's kind of a workhorse. Not yeah, no, up to that no, level. He gets, he gets lots of touches. Like, they like to throw the ball in San yeah. Diego, but he's but really down Melvin's back. the guy. Oh, yeah. Offense. He's the guy. Um, he could turn into one of I could see him turn into one of those yeah. elite talents. My sleepers, um, this one's kind of bold, but uh, I've, I like him. Um, Frank Gore is out of Indianapolis, and Marlon Mack is, I think, going to emerge as the lone back in Indianapolis. He had a couple pretty good games last year where he put up 10, 12, 15 fantasy points. Um, He's gotten in the end zone a few times. He's a good pass catcher. And uh, Andrew Luck's coming back. So, you know, with that weapon, uh, with Andrew Luck being there, I I don't mind him. I'm drafting him in my leagues. Uh, He's going to be a flex candidate for me, I'm hoping. And uh, I think his ceiling's pretty high. I mean, they don't... I don't love the way they use running backs in Indianapolis, but... I think Marlon Mack is a great value. I mean, you can get him in any round you want. And uh, in an auction draft, he's going for no more than two or three bucks. And I think he's has as much upside as, um, you know, as as a lot of guys that he's as the lone back in Indianapolis. Another guy I like is Lamar Miller. Mm. Um, I had him on my team last year. Um, When Deshaun Watson plays, Lamar Miller puts up a big game pretty much every time. Um... He gets in the end zone. They're in the red zone frequently. He's getting big time touches. You know, he's their lone back. 
Um, he's an every-down guy, and uh, if he's getting in the end zone, which he was when Deshaun Watson's playing, you know, they're, yeah. they're a good team when Deshaun Watson's oh, on the yeah. center. Oh, complete, could, complete 180. Yeah, no, absolutely. The Houston Texans, my prediction is that they'll be going from last to first in yeah. the division this year. Yeah, it's, I completely agree. If, if that defense can also stay healthy yeah, to absolutely. piggyback that D-line to help is that mean. offense. You get and Tyron they Matthew. Got, they got Hopkins. Oh, at, yeah. On, on the, yeah, Tyron Matthew. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, De- Jadavion. De- and they got you know DeAndre Hopkins. So they have a very balanced offense. And, uh, I Will think Fuller. Lamar, yeah, Will Fuller is a great deep threat. They got every, every part of their offense is pretty loaded. I think Lamar Miller is a really solid back who you can get for great value, and that's another great flex play. Um, onto my hates. Um, yeah, I had a hard time picking my hates to be honest with you guys. There's a lot of great running backs out there. Um, maybe some guys that I'm a little. I wouldn't want to spend the dollars on. I know Jake, you like. Uh, uh, I'm blanking. Uh, McKinnon. Jared McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. You like Jared McKinnon in San Francisco. I uh, I'm just wary based on where he's going in drafts. I have no doubt he's going to put up pretty solid like flex numbers. I don't know if I see him as an RB two, and I don't know if I want to spend RB two numbers on him yet. I'd like to give him one more year to prove himself in that offense. Um, and then another guy I'm not too sold on is Kenyon Drake. They brought Frank Gore down there. He showed some. He had some amazing games where he broke off some like hundred yard runs, which was cool. But like, I don't know if that's sustainable. I don't love their offense. They play in a tough division. Ryan Tannehill's coming back. There's it, a lot of question it, marks. It's just not, not a. Sh- it's not a, another just poor value. I think. I think at that. At that do- at that dollar mark or at that you know position in the draft, you can get someone with much more upside and much more like a surefire, higher probability of being an every week starter for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kenyon Drake's my one. Okay, um, for my running backs, my I love Leonard Fournette. I think he can turn into a workhorse yeah, running back. I agree. Look at Blake Bortles. Does anyone here think Blake Bortles is good? No. Yeah. No, he sucks. He sucks. Um. So <laughs> they're not. He's not AFC Championship. Good, nope, that's he's for sure. not. Leonard so Fournette look is. who they got to work. Well, obviously Allen Robinson is premier. He's, he's, he's in Chicago. Yeah, he's he's, he's long not, gone. Yeah, he, so look look who they have now for the Jags. You got to rely on Derrick Henry. Maybe twenty to thirty. He, he handed Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Um, he handed LSU handed the ball off to him a lot in college. So it's not like he's not used to this. Thirty times a game. Easy money. I think Leonard Fournette is going to turn into 150 yards a game type guy. One or two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, great receiver. He might have to. He fumbles the ball a little bit though, as I had him on my team last year. He he did have a few fumbles. It's but, a rookie season. Rookie season. But I think Leonard Fournette is going to emerge into a premier running back, top five. Yep. Um, I could see that happening. Top sure. five. I, you know that team's only getting better five, too. Yeah. yeah, that was their first Very year as a contender. Very solid line. Offense and defense. And it just so happens it was their first year with Leonard exactly. Fournette. So. Exactly. So, so I think I think they're only going to get better. No sophomore slump for the guy. I think that they're going to work around Leonard Fournette. He's going to be the centerpiece on that offense. He's for sure the focal point. Yeah, hundred um, percent. A guy that I'm people are napping on. Jake, I think you said him earlier. Derrick Henry. I think obviously uh, Deion Lewis just got signed, but he's Deion Lewis is like a he's a solid second stringer. I think. Yeah, and he's more of a goal line back right, too. Right, right. Uh, Demarco Murray, peace. Derrick Henry is enormous. He emerged kind of later in the season as the guy in uh, Nashville. So you got to look. I mean, Marcus Mariota loves, you know, kind of scramble a little bit, and he likes Tennessee likes to throw a lot of screens and little, 
you know, just little dump-off passes. Uh, I think Derrick Henry is a great back to have in your backfield. So Derrick Henry is a pr- definite sleeper for me. And a guy I'm not feeling, Devontae Freeman. I don't, I don't think he's – I think he's going to get banged up. I think, I think also they have a, um, another good uh, running back, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. And I think Tevin Coleman is actually a better athlete and a better receiver than Devontae Freeman is. I think Devontae well, Freeman, I think I'm, just, a, yeah, I'm not no, feeling a him. A big thing, too, is what Kyle Shanahan went to, uh, right? He went to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yes. Him that and he was their OC. Yeah. So, I so mean, it's he's, gonna, it's he's, gonna well, he's a running back, like, molder. Like, he's like Andy Reid with running, Andy Reid is with quarterbacks. Right. Kyle Shanahan with running backs. Like, he creates running backs out of nowhere. And you know, all of a sudden, there goes Kyle Shanahan. Well, I'm, what's going to happen to Devonta Freeman? I don't. I don't see him being elite. I think he's middle to lower in the NFL, as in standing wise. But switching gears. Well, can I just add something for Devonta yeah, yeah. Freeman? He finished last year as the 13th best running back in fantasy. I don't see, I see him, him improving like 18th, upon that. Around that. He's an RB2. Yeah, at, at best. That's his, that's his ceiling right there. I'm going to cut it off at RB2 level. Yeah. Uh, I'd say that. There's just better guys you can get for that. Well, yeah, not to mention the, for sure. the passing game. Right, Matt they're, they're a pass for his yeah. offense. Matt, Matt, Matt Ridley, Ridley. <laughs> Julio Jones, obviously. Yeah. And then you throw, exactly, and then you throw yeah. in Tevin Coleman. Well, let's talk yeah. about the passing game and receivers. Jake, what do you think? A couple personal picks. I love DeAndre Hopkins. We were talking about the Houston Texans offense a little bit ago. And DeAndre Hopkins, he played what? What was it? Six full games with Deshaun Watson. Oh, okay. How'd that work out? I had both those guys last year. I did year. too. Oh it was, it was okay. gorgeous to That's watch. Arguably, the best, if not one of the best duos, dynamic duos in the league. You put DeAndre Hopkins with Deshaun Watson for only six games. You get those numbers. You put them together for a whole season. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Deshaun Watson is an electric playmaker. And DeAndre Hopkins is a top three. Well, the yeah. best thing about him is is that 50-50 balls are not 50-50 balls. No. They're 100% balls for DeAndre Hopkins. Like, his hands and his vertical make anything in his Freakish. vicinity yeah. a completed catch. Yeah. So, with Deshaun Watson being able to just extend plays and, uh, you know, having that mobility, DeAndre Hopkins is a, is a, Phenomenal lock, a lock for a top five wide receiver. Exactly. The majority... A couple big games against some poor defenses. I don't expect much out of Demarius Thomas. And another receiver that I'm not buying into, Alshon Jeffrey. Ooh. What team's he on this year? Philadelphia. Oh, staying. Okay, the defending champs. You know, people may disagree with I, me I here. I disagree, but continue. Well, I, w- I want to hear your take okay, in, in okay. a little bit, Alex. But Alshon Jeffrey, he's nothing special in, in my opinion, he did, yeah, he just doesn't seem to mesh any, at any point, really. I mean, he was great with the Bears, but I don't think I've seen anything out of him that's making me want to draft him. Well, he doesn't get the targets in Philadelphia. This past season was the third consecutive season that he failed to reach 1,000 yards. Yeah, I think they're a, comp- they're a comparable team to New England where they spread the ball around. Like, no one receiver is that great, and I, they're, they're I feel a similar that. team. I don't think he's a an elite receiver, meaning, like, I wouldn't get him early whatsoever. But... He's tall, he's lanky, he's a threat in the red zone. And you look at Nick Foles, what he did, he was very successful. But Carson Wentz is even better than Nick Foles. So Carson Wentz, he's got a great quarterback throwing to him. Great offense, Doug Peterson, 
utilizes his wide receivers quite well. Like you said, they do spread it around a little bit. But I still think he's a quality receiver. I'm not hating on Alshon. I got to stand up for my boy. All right, but Great red zone threat. The Eagles just won the Super Bowl. Why yeah. are they going to change their approach? Well, because well, they had Nick Foles thrown, but now you have more of a dynamic oh, I don't know. I mean, spread. Carson Wentz played, what, 14 games last year? Yeah. He played most of the season. Well, right. Alshon was adjusting to a new system year one. Maybe he'll emerge year two. I don't see anything yeah, don't. different out of no? Philadelphia this year. I'm feeling it. Al, they're going to... If you're a fantasy owner, you're going to get the same production out of Alshon that you have the, the past, past couple years, seasons. Five years. I mean, he's he's got that low ceiling. He'll have his one or two big breakout games of the year. But other than that, you know, the targets just aren't there. He's just he's a deep threat, and uh, he doesn't get enough reception. I'm standing up for Alshon in a real football perspective. Yes, he might not be the best fantasy wide receiver. I know this is what we're talking about. But I think Alshon is a really solid receiver to have on your team. But anyways, moving on. Nolan. Take the floor. All right, personal picks. Uh, I got a couple. Keenan Allen, as Jake touched on, I think is going to be a stud. I'm high on the L.A. Chargers this year. I uh, really, just because their missing piece so far has been, A, their wide receivers haven't been healthy, as in Keenan Allen hasn't been healthy, and B, their offensive line hasn't quite been there yet. I think this year their offensive line's really going to click. They're going to emerge as one of the best in the league. And that right there is going to give Phillip Rivers time, going to give Melvin Gordon holes, and going to give Keenan Allen time to get downfield and make plays like he did two years ago as one of the top wide receivers in the league. I think he's going to be a top five wide receiver this year, as good as Julio and Antonio and Odell. He's going to be in that category in next year's draft. Um, go ahead, Jay. Well, so, not to mention that Hunter Henry is out for the whole season with an ACL. Which that's is tough. I mean, that's a huge gap that's, that's, in that offense. Right, that's big for Keenan Allen. Who's going to Who's going to suck role? up those targets, right? That's, exactly. that's what, five well, or six targets a game that Keenan are going to be spread out. Keenan Allen stay healthy. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, he, he was, you know, he's, he's had the injury bug bite him a couple times, but... I mean, he's not carrying the workload that he was. Well, and you, know, you bring he's, in he's a healthy out. Mike Williams, a product mm-hmm. of Clemson. Clemson. Yep. Nobody talks about him. And well, I, I, you it's, know, it's we, a great offense. I really think exactly. it is. And I think Keenan Allen's going to have a season that's indicative of the type of offense these guys have. Um, another guy I love is Adam Thielen. I don't think we've seen the best of Adam Thielen by any stretch of the imagination. Um, look who was throwing to Adam Thielen last year. We had Case Keenum. <laughs> Yeah, a little Sammy Bradford. Sammy Bradford. Um, both are in the bottom half of quarterbacks in the league by great, far. Great college quarterbacks, but just not yeah. having it. No, not at NFL. all. And so what did Adam Thielen do? Put up top ten wide receiver numbers. Caught every ball that was thrown his way. Got in the end zone. Made huge first down plays. Shed tackles. Is Was just a, a workforce, a beast, getting... 12 to 15 receptions at times during in, in each game. He was a monster last year. Yeah. And he had no one throwing to him. He's really reliable. Now they hear they bring in Kirk Cousins in an offense that that loves Adam Thielen already. Look what these two quarterbacks did in this offense. Sam Bradford was a fantasy stud for the couple games he played. Case Keenum, fantasy stud all season. Mm-hmm. Both underwhelming talent-wise. Yeah. But our products <laughs> of the offense are playing in, right? Yeah. Well, Adam Thielen... Clearly makes the quarterbacks around him better. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just an. It's an. He's a Larry. He's the Larry Fitzgerald of the NFC uh, North. I mean, for that's sure. That's a good comparison. Because he, he's a, he's, a, he's playing in the slot. He's sure-handed, and he can make a player to make him people miss it. You know, he's get you like seven yards. Yeah, every at, time. At least every time. Um, into my sleepers, I kind of just have one. Um, I don't. I think kind of what you're seeing is what you're getting with wide receivers a lot. Um, I don't love the lower end. I. Uh, 
But a guy that I think is going to be a surefire wide receiver two this year, top end wide receiver two, is Cooper Cup. For a lot of the same reasons that I like Adam Thielen, I like Cooper Cup. Uh, he was great last year in his rookie year. Slot guy. Um, now they add Brandon Cooks on the outside. He's going to have a lot of room to run around in there. And uh, he's as sure-handed as Adam Thielen is. Quarterbacks love dumping it to their slot receiver to get those 10, 12-yard plays. They're consistent, consistently open and consistently uh, catching the ball. They don't, they're, they're guys that don't drop the football often. They're getting throws on quick slants across the middle of the field. I like those throws a lot. You know, they're, they get those you know, 8 to 12 targets a game, which is huge. That's a, that's a ton of touches for a wide yeah. receiver. And in a PPR league, you got to love Thielen or Cooper Cup. Absolutely. Um, guys I don't like as much this year. AJ Green, someone I'm gonna say, mm, I, yeah. stay away from. Uh, that Cincinnati offense is Andy tough. Dalton. We've we, uh, we've we've discovered. Yeah, quick quick plug for the Andy Dalton roast sesh. We uh, we recorded that a <laughs> while ago, but boy, geez. nothing's changed. Our minds have not changed one bit. Yeah, you might want to go check that out if you want to laugh. Yeah, uh, Nolan, I completely agree. Yeah. Andy Dalton is a horrendous. Behind his quarterback franchise, and then that that transition into AJ Green's yeah. numbers. I mean, the, their yeah, offense isn't sound. They have no running no. game. They got horrible production. Up and shin. They're just and up. who else are they throwing the ball to? I Tyler, mean, it's Tyler, Tyler Eifert, who Maybe. has had what a healthy season under his belt. One, I mean, I don't know. Yes. I don't trust Tyler Eifert Absolutely. to have a healthy season. I don't trust AJ Green's getting older. And uh, He's kind of wasting his career a little bit. I yeah, just you know, I, I, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. He's playing in Cincinnati his whole career. I mean, he's he was such a talent, no. and I, I just see him having a little taking a step back this year. I think this begins the regression of AJ Green. Mm. Another guy I'm not a huge fan of is Juju Smith Schuster. I think very uh, interesting. That's, that's bold. I mean, I'm telling you, like he had a like pretty average year last year. Like he had his big breakout games, but Antonio Brown sucks up all the all the touches, and Juju's a downfield threat, right? So like. I am not a big fan of those boomer bust candidates, especially in a PPR league, if that's what you guys are playing. I don't play PPR, but in a PPR league, these guys are the guys you want to avoid because they're not getting the touches per game. And if they you know, if they get the deep ball, yeah, it's a, it's a big play. That's that 12-point play, that 60-yard mm-hmm. touchdown. Right, that's great. Right. But how many of those are you going to have a season? One, two, three? I don't think you're getting more than that, especially when you have Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell on your team when you don't need to throw the deep ball often. Yeah. Um, they don't throw the deep ball often. They're a team that... You know, works down the field and you know puts you to sleep with their running game and their you know Antonio Brown coming over the middle and making plays. So I just think that Juju's just doesn't have the volume that you're gonna get out of a similar player at that level of the draft. So that's why I'd say you know maybe stay away from Juju, steer somewhere else, looking for a wide receiver too. I like that. That's bold. Yeah, I mean, a lot know, of people, a lot of people are high on Juju. Oh, he's an, and he's an athlete who makes great plays and you're his highly real fun to watch. Right, but. For fantasy football, I think he's more risk, less reward than mm. a lot of other guys. I, like, I kind of like that, yeah. Well, as I touched a little bit on Michael Thomas earlier, talking about Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, he is the guy down there in the Big Easy. I love Michael Thomas. He is super good. I mean, he's the guy. He, he gets all the receptions. Um, like, like you said, Mark Ingram is not going to be there. So who does that – that leaves my boy, Michael Thomas – um, Michael Thomas is a red zone threat. He's kind of a, a fade to the back of the end zone type of guy. He's easier. He's your wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. He's, your... he's, he's he's the guy that you could pick top three, top five wide receiver. I think you could get him maybe late first round. No, he, well, how consistent second. is he? I mean, his numbers last year, every single week, every he, year. he didn't have a down week. Rookie no, year. He'll be going 
late first rounds. I'm gonna guess anywhere early second. I'd from, say yeah. I mean at the latest. At the okay. latest, he's. I think the highest he could go. Nine ten, yeah, maybe I mean, in a in a twelve right. team. I, I'm in a twelve team. Yeah. I would I would look for him yeah. at that spot. I have the last pick. I'm thinking about snagging him, um, right now and for good reason. Yeah, because he also uh, the the Saints don't like to run the ball a lot. They like to kind of spread it out. Right, like that's, they, I mean, that's why Alvin Kamara is so exactly. valuable, right? Because he gets the PPR. He's a dual threat mm-hmm. player right there. So you look at Michael Thomas. They like to air it out a lot. He gets the most receptions. He gets a lot of yards. He gets a lot of touchdowns. And you got uh, that's one of the best gunslingers in the league. Chucking it to him every week. Drew Brees. Sean Payton knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sleeper. Corey Davis. Didn't really have the best year last year. uh, Coming out of Western Michigan. But I think Corey Davis is the guy down there in uh, Tennessee. Right now, Tennessee is... They're they're an interesting team. Uh, Delaney Walker is a solid tight end. But I think Corey Davis might be the guy that they're kind of working around in the uh, wideout position. You know, he was, you got to look at He was an early draft pick, like top five. He, he was the fifth overall. He was overall. the fifth overall draft pick. So you look at that. They're going to give him every shot they can. Marcus Mariota, I think, is improving every single year. Uh, he can, like you said about Deshaun Watson, he extends plays, and he can just, like a 50-50 ball, it might not be because Corey Davis is a pro at long shots down the field. So you see, you're big on the Titans this year. I'm huh? big on the Titans. Yeah. I think that they're the Their division they're in. Is very good too. It's very sound. They're a very fundamentally sound team with some freak athletes around yeah. them. Yeah, that's wrong. That sure. They'll be in contention with the Houston Texans. Yeah, come playoff time, the Titans. Yeah, they're a good team. Well, the guy I'm not really high on is Jarvis Landry. I think it's not because of Jarvis Landry's talent, pers- you know, talent wise. I think t- Jarvis Landry, when he was down in Miami, was a top ten wide receiver. Talent wise, maybe. Yes. Not stats wise. I think you know, obviously he had Ryan Tannehill. You gotta you gotta watch Jarvis Landry to understand how good he is. His stats might not. His stats kind of lie a little bit, but I think he's really gonna go in the tank with this Cleveland offense and this system. Cleveland has a horrendous history with quarterbacks. I don't like this fit at all. I think Jarvis Landry is kind of miserable because you go to from living in Miami, getting paid a lot of money, to living in Cleveland, 0-16 coming off that year. I don't like this. I think Cleveland's too young. Everyone says that Cleveland's going to be really good. I'm not really feeling it. I think they're going to be really young and experienced. I don't like the coach coaching system in Cleveland. They need to make some moves. Um, I'm not feeling it. I think Jarvis Landry is a good player, but I'm not looking for him in fantasy. Well, I think you said it perfectly earlier. He's a much better real life receiver than he is right. uh, a fantasy yeah, receiver. That's that's what you get out of Jarvis Landry. I'm thinking wide receiver two value. He's a he's a PPR gem. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, wide receiver two flex, PPR he might get you reasonable receptions. Auction I wouldn't go any higher than twelve. I, mean, I don't trust this team 11. to. Yeah, I wouldn't go higher than ten probably for me personally. Um, I don't trust this Cleveland team to win more than five games this year, and 
on a team that's going to be not having the ball in their possession that often, yeah. <laughs> why draft a guy who's just going to get that many fewer targets per game because their team doesn't have the ball as much as the other team does? Yeah, I don't know. Cleveland Browns just kind of sound like a uh, dumpster fire this year with Baker Mayfield and Tyra Taylor going to be competing for a job. They have you know, so many competitions well, at positions. It's like, an experiment. When's yeah. it going to click? I don't think this year is the year it's clicking, so I'm staying steering clear of that team yeah. for me fantasy-wise. I think the Cleveland Browns, are headed in the right direction. Yeah, they have agree. long-term lots of assets lots that of if young they piece together, absolutely. all of these guys, we can talk about it all day. Yeah, they got a exactly. lot of talent. But uh, not this year. That's the bottom line. Not anytime soon. And uh, no Jarvis Landry says hub. Yeah, I'm not digging it. Well, let's talk about some tight ends here uh, real quick. Jake, obviously I know who you're going to talk about, but Travis Kelsey, my, my man. My man. My man, Travis Kelsey. He's my dude. I look for Travis Kelsey. I am so big on him. He's He's probably, he's one of my favorite players in all of football. I have his jersey. Oh, what? Yeah. There's a connection going on. No, we we have something special going on. Travis Kelsey (laughs) and I, like, I mean, Travis, if you're listening to this, like, hit me up. You know, let's talk talk some fantasy. Thanks for coming through, big dog. Um, Travis Kelsey you know exactly what you're going to get from him in Kansas City's offense. I mean, there's not a better athlete at tight end, I don't think. Oh, no. And well, the way they grown. utilize him. Yeah. They so u- many. They, they love the tight end. Andy Reid loves the tight end. Yeah, how about they, those? They give him, like, a shuffle pass. Those shuffle passes. Oh, my gosh. I go crazy every yeah. time I see Travis catch one of those. He's Red zone, six. Six points. Easy. Gorgeous. So he, Travis he's a stud. Yeah, he's, he's a lock. He's a personal pick. He's... A tight end that I absolutely love. Who do you hate? Who do I hate? Jack Doyle. Jack <laughs> Doyle from the Colts. I I don't like. I don't like his name. Well, they I don't bring in Eric Ebron. Okay, they bring in Eric Ebron. I could I could go on and on about Eric Ebron. I hate him. He's oh got gosh. the worst case of the butterfingers in the entire NFL. Eric Ebron, get out of town. I'm so glad he left Detroit. Um, Jack Doyle, please don't pick him. But let me just get back to a couple guys that I like uh, in addition to Travis Kelsey. Jimmy Graham, he is going to have a massive connection with Aaron Rodgers I, this I year. I am one. sure of oh, that. Cool. And a sleeper pick, how about Trey Burton with the Chicago Bears? I see Mitchell Trubisky yeah. making some some stri- strides this year. Excuse me. Maybe he could cook something up. Yeah, I like that. And a you know how those young, young quarterbacks love to lean on their tight ends. You know, they get under pressure, they look out of the pocket, and who's sitting there at tight end? That's usually Trey Burton. He's that check safe, down. It's that yeah. check down play. Yeah. I like Option. that pick. Yeah. Nolan, let's hear what you got. Well, I agree with you on Jimmy Graham. I think he's going to be a total stud. Aaron Rodgers hasn't really had that tight end to go to in the past four or five years. He hasn't really had that like for sure. You know, guy in the red zone that well, he can who, lob who it up he to. Had? He's had Richard Rogers, Martellus Andrew Bennett. Quarles. Is that right? Yes, Martellus yeah. Bennett. He's a moron. I think. Oh, Martellus Bennett is he? Uh, I think he's out of the league. Yeah, I don't he, think he's he playing. I'm pretty sure he's doing. See, some, I mean, they've just right? had a lot of turnover. Yeah, There's some been cartoons. Yes, yeah, no weird. consistency. I, Jimmy Graham's a stud. Um, Big fan. He had great numbers in the second half with Seattle last year. I think he's just gonna, and that's an offense that doesn't use the tight end well. 
I think Green Bay is going to use the tight end well because they've shown they do. They just don't use the same one. And that's Jordan why Nelson's gone. Him. Yeah, another they, reason to pick him. He's he's gonna he's gonna get a lot of touches. Um, another guy I always like, Hob, a Tennessee Titan for you Ooh, is Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. God, do they use him well? They I mean, perfect. He'll break off sixty-yard touchdown mm-hmm. receptions, which is crazy. I mean, they they they're loaded talent-wise. I think they have a lot of weapons, and Delaney Walker is like the icing on the cake for them. Yeah. I mean, he's such a great red zone target. He's so hard to tackle. He doesn't let go of the football once it touches no. his hands, and he's a stud. Um, puts up consistent fantasy numbers for the past four or five years. I, I yeah. like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. The, last year was his fourth 800-yard season in a row. And what does I tell you? That's, <laughs> you're, you're, that's the best value you're getting at tight end by far. Lowest risk and just great value. So, you know, if you're going to wait till a later round, if you're going to pass on the Zacherts and the Rob Gronkowskis, as you probably should, Delaney Walker's a good look for you. I'm, I'm feeling that. Um, I really like that. Another pick I do not like. This is the only tight end really out of the top eight, out of the in this inside the top ten that I'm like, okay, don't draft this guy. It's Jordan Reed, for good reason. He's had so much potential mm-hmm. his past few years. He had one good season, no doubt. He was great, tore it up that year. Last year though, he has a bum ankle, and he had, didn't recover from it the whole season. I think he just gets too many dings and scratches on him. And there's so many better alternatives at that price point. Yeah, if you really want to take a risk on him as a bench player, go ahead. But who, A, who's drafting two tight ends? And B, you know, there's just so many better options yeah. um, that, we're, that we've mentioned already. Um, and they're going to go about the same position if, as, as if Jordan Reed. If you're going to take a tight end at that spot in the draft, do not go with Jordan Reed. There's, no. Yeah, there's, like, there's just... It's okay, just, maybe you well, look... Tight end's a position you need stability from. You want that 8 to 10 points a week from your tight end. Delaney Walker, Jimmy Graham, they're going to give that to you. Jordan Reed, he'll put Not up so a, he'll put up I mean, a point three. Tight he'll, end. he'll put up a two spot. Right. And that'll happen in a few weeks. No, so. and tight ends, those are, that's a make or break position. Yeah, Honestly, that could be the difference maker. It's a position you want consistency from every week. That's how you win fantasy football is you have the highest probability of putting up consistent numbers every week. And Jordan Reed is the antithesis of that, in my opinion. Well, and especially, I, I was going to say this before, if you're looking to draft a tight end in that position in the draft, why don't you look at a Kyle Rudolph? Why don't you look at a Ben Watson? Ben Watson, Watson is about to start his second stint in New Orleans. He had a nice little thing going on with Drew Brees a couple years ago. Yeah. Alex, well, give us some tight ends. i got to piggyback off your guys' pick with Jimmy Graham. You look at Aaron Rodgers. He loves tight ends, and he doesn't have... He has not had the same type of caliber of tight ends as he was going to have with Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham is a next-level athlete. Uh, I'm sleeper, Evan Ingram. I think he's such a good athlete. I think he's more of a receiving tight end. Um, I think you can put him in with a mix with Sterling Shepard, Odell. I think good things will happen. Um, He won't get the ball as much with Saquon and other weapons like that. He's a playmaker. He's very very athletic. He's... He's a red zone guy. I keep yeah. mentioning that. Uh, that's what matters. Touchdowns, along with he's, yards. But. He he's a top three ceiling. Yeah, yeah, oh, right absolutely. There. He, I mean, I think, I think so. that's where he's by, about. by the end of this season. He's looking he, like a top three or four tight end. He's um, a budding and star, and rightfully so. Yeah, he's young. Eli Manning loves him. He got got a ton of touches last year, year and he's yeah. only going to get more. Right. He was one of the few bright spots in the Giants' entire season. He's only getting better. Last year, top seven. Yeah. In yards, receptions, touchdowns, and fantasy points. He's about to turn 24. He's a young stud. Yeah. Um, Who do you hate, Hab? Real quick, Jordan Reed, pretty much for every single reason that you just said, um, I don't think Jordan Reed is the least bit consistent, and that's what you're really looking for in that tight end position. Uh, That pretty much wraps things up here. 
from uh, Power 5. Thank you so much for joining us, Nolan. Yeah, and thank happy you. to have it, guys. Thanks. Thank you once again for listening to our 50th episode on Power 5 Sports Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Till next time, peace.